Hey, kiddies and everybody out there, welcome back to the Northwest Convergence Zone. It's good to have you back with us. Hope everybody made it safe and sound through the uh, sweltering heat wave, which uh, we just got through here in the Northwest. Hope it's through. <laughs> to the much to the chagrin of some, <laughs> and to the uh, you know overjoyed ecstatic of ourselves, we made it. And uh, it was a it was a man, yeah, it was a burner. So. Uh, let's go around the room. This is Big D here, and uh, this is show 11, and yes. we, are, we made it through uh, the, the first 10, and, and on we go. So let's go around the room. Of course, we can't say hi to Wonderboy due to technical difficulties. He has been muted. Yes. <laughs> oh. But he is here. He is here. Wave. He's awake. Wave. Wave. <laughs> All right. Hey, how's it can going? You, can you everybody out there hear that? Wave. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they heard that. And, yeah. uh, of course, that is uh, Double D over there. Double D, how you doing? Doing good. Just enjoying the heat yeah i love the heat but i know a lot of people around unless here, your job at your uh, job yeah my job is not where you want to be in the heat but uh i made it and i i do enjoy the heat when i'm not at my job and then of course over here is big joe hey everyone greetings and salutations from the man cave in the city of destiny tacoma Duh. washington Tacoma, washington the cooling down city of so how destiny. hot did it get what was the hottest day 103 wasn't On it well, I officially 107 out in uh, at the end of McCord Air Force Base. 107. Had, that was Wednesday. That was Wednesday. I was out at the end of McCord at 107. Okay. Well, and here's I thought how it was, and I actually thought it was cooler than the day before because it wasn't quite as muggy. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the it dried out. It dried Wednesday out, and uh, but once you hit 100, who cares? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> you're talking. I mean, when it's 103 or 107, is there really a difference? I. I don't know. I think that's the hottest, it's all hot. that's Four the degrees. hottest I've ever had. <laughs> but can you, that really, would be the difference. can you really tell? You go from tan I to can. burn in those four degrees. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy who got on my bus uh, who had a little those little temperature gauges, and it read 117. Inside the old bus is <laughs> Inside nice. Inside the old bus. It's not big guy bus driving. No, weather, and for it sure. was uh, definitely no air conditioning going on. And um, But... The weird thing is, is that yesterday when I went to work, because I go to work really early, like 4.30 in the morning, I actually turned the heat on. It was cold because <laughs> we went from like 103 or 106 down to 56 degrees when I went to work, and I was freezing all of a sudden. Hmm. It reminded me of the time I mo when I first came up here uh, growing up in Texas, and I came up here in the summer, and it was probably like around like a typical – Early Northwest summers, like '64 or whatever. I had my coat on, and all my cousins thought I was nuts. <laughs> you, are, around, you are nuts. They were running around. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is true, and that probably had a lot to do with it. But I like to think that I was used to the heat. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were probably looking for patches of black ice as you were driving the bus, right? Uh, well, just in case. Just in case. If, just in case anything froze yeah. over during the evening. So, <laughs> uh, actually, I was driving a Zamboni. That's what I was. Doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, so everybody. You know, was complaining. Oh gosh, it was so hot. And of course, <clears throat> we had uh, the anchors and the uh, the goofball reporters on TV. I watched King Five and and Como Four and all those. And it always cracks me up because the guy that's the 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 main the anchor guy who's sitting in an air conditioned room is telling everybody how to beat the heat. Stay cool. Drink lots of liquids. You know, stay in the shade, and on and on and on. And then the reporter guy is out there in the heat with uh, he's he's got his little uh, thermometer, and he's out there in his uh, his you know Como shorts and his little shirt. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's he saying? Uh, 
<laughs> How's the air conditioning inside there, Bob? <laughs> you would think so. But he's like, and uh, and by all accounts, you should not be out here. Do not come outside unless you have to. I'm like, did you have to go out there to know that it was hot? That's their advice for any weather condition in Washington. You know, Always. If you don't have to drive, if it's snowing, stay home. Do or not raining, leave your house. Or raining. Or it's sunny. Yes. <laughs> stay home. Yeah. And it was funny because I was coming home on, uh, I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday from uh, Seattle, coming down to Tacoma, and I must have seen 50 cars on the side of the road all overheating. Really? <laughs> it was great. It was like a big graveyard. It was like it was like the opposite of the snow days when everybody's parked on the side of the road because they can't go anywhere in the snow. This, they were all parked over there and the steam rising. And it was, Really, it was folks, awesome. pop the radiator cap once in a while. Yeah, how hard is yeah. that? Well, one of the reporters said you need to check your, uh, your coolant and your uh, Freon in your car. I'm like, how <laughs> are you, you don't have Freon? Well, how are you supposed to check your Freon? I know, yeah, exactly. I mean, well, is there a dipstick? Freon dipstick, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I should know that since I am a uh, Ford Master. I think you take it there. They take it I think you take it to the, uh, yeah. yeah. But, think, but I'm not sure. Maybe but we hit 100, and it was only one day that we actually topped the 100 mark. So it got us to thinking, uh, or throughout history, throughout the United States, Who's had the longest string of 100 days, and where actually has been the hottest place ever in the U.S.? Yeah, really. You have to keep it all in perspective. And and uh, us Washington folks, we're known for our ability to whine oh, in we're number just one. about any weather condition. You know, somebody needs a wambulance, and that's usually <laughs> us. Uh, Is that followed by a warrior? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Baba wa wa wa. But you, you, you got to really keep it in perspective because other people in the country, they've got it a lot worse when it gets warm than we do. And I so, don't think so. Oh, no. Daryl should know this coming from <laughs> uh, from the Lone Star State in Del Rio, Texas in 2001. I know where that is. 72 days over 100 degrees in the year in 2001. It, in 2001, in one calendar year, they topped 100 oh, 72, 72 days. times. And we did it twice. Oh. And that's enough. Stop right times. there. Seventy-two That's the record? times. Uh, that is the record that I found. Now somebody might find something else. Yeah, if you got, if you have different data, send it. Let in. us know. But that's what that's what uh, yeah, I, I was able to come up with. And then <laughs> in Kansas, where it can also get really hot, they have the most consecutive one hundred degree days, not just in the year, but the most in a row. Yeah, and how much? How many would that be? Twenty six days in a row. Uh, I think that's a hundred degrees. Yeah, uh, I would challenge that right now. You think someone has gone <laughs> I, more I than that? Some place has gone more than that. I lived through it. I went. We went down to Houston in the early '80s, and it was like 80, 81 or eighty-two, and it was around uh, late June, early July, and we were going down to work on this house of ours that we had as a rental house, and and put a roof on it, and. It was 100 degrees or more for like 32 straight days. Well, there, there it you was go. Because, and I know that because my mom still has a T-shirt that says, I survived the Houston heat wave, and it has on the back, it's like 32 straight days, 100 plus. Well, there you go. Once again in the great it state was, of Texas. It was wicked, man. It was like we would get up at like 5 in the morning and go work on the roof, and we'd have to be done by 9. Because you couldn't be up there, and then we would go back at around ten thirty and work till maybe midnight, and it would still be like eighty eighty five degrees at midnight, That's just and humid, sweltering. So, so where's the hottest place? 
what's the hottest temperature ever recorded in the U.S.? Okay, the hottest temperature ever recorded in the United States, which this has held up for a long time. And anybody have any guesses where it might be? I'm thinking it's got to be in a desert somewhere. Death That's, Valley? Death Valley? That would be Correct. my guess. Correct. Double D. Oh. He's got it right. That was easy. Yeah. I only get the easy ones. <laughs> and it was. That's because you have a cheat sheet over there. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's just written on my hand. That's all. Just like but, when I was in school. That's all. <laughs> we accept that. But it's held up since 1913. Holy cow. 100. 34 degrees. My goodness. Wow. And there was actually somebody out there recording this. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> that yeah, poor guy. He's the skeleton yeah. guy next to the cactus now. I think they came back like uh, three weeks later and, you know, grabbed the pe- the, the pad out of his hand. He was, uh, he was fried and beef jerky. They just left him out there. He wrote it down and they came back and got the data later. Because <laughs> that dude must have just been, I, I mean, that's smoking hot. Well, Northwest Convergence Zone listeners. Where all things come together. That's right. Remember that even though it was rough, it's always a lot rougher someplace else. It is, but I'm going to tell you, the worst night for me sleeping was Thursday night because my house heats up and it it like retains the heat. And, and when I laid down Thursday night, I went to bed about 9.30 because I have to get up early. It was so hot and I could hardly breathe. I, I seriously thought I was going to die. I was laying there just going, I just, I'm going to die here. It just, I'm going to fall asleep and never wake up. You had to start getting really creative. I started taking the uh, top sheet and soaking it in the bathtub, throwing that down. And within a couple hours, if I woke up, it was dry. And there were guys at work who were putting their shirts in the fridge and in the freezer for like a half an hour and then pulling them out, <laughs> putting them on to where to work. But it got me to thinking as I was laying there, as uh, I'm prone to do, because my brain just won't shut down. If if I were if I were really to die, if I was really dying, and, and I was able to give a statement, you know, like my last statement, because a lot of you know people die all the time, and you don't you don't know when it's coming, you don't know when it's going to nope. hit. It could be when you're asleep. It, it could be out of the blue, whatever. But there are those weird sort of rare occasions where. Somebody actually knows they're going to die, and it could be on death row, or it could be like those odd times when somebody gets pinned up against a tree by a car, and they say, when we pull this car back, you know, you're, everything's going to go, and, and you have anything last things to say. And I was having a hard time coming up with something, because how do you sum up? And how do you give? How do you try to be eloquent? You try to do you try to be pithy? You try to be funny? something witty, something, something witty, clever, something to leave a legacy to leave your, to your kids, family. You know, or... like uh, you know, uh, I never, you know, that wasn't me that stole your ice cream that time. I... <laughs> that's right, <laughs> and that's what I was just going to say. It's like I didn't do it. I'm innocent. <laughs> that's right. That's... I... That I'm innocent. Be your moniker. I, Confession is good for the soul. I would say it was me that stole the ice cream that time. <laughs> yeah, but I was innocent. <laughs> I was only a borrowed. I only borrowed it. So I actually, what I really came up with was, I thought, of course, I would tell everybody I love them, and uh, and I would say, you know, please tell Big Joe, Double D, Wonder Boy, every, all those guys to uh, quit asking me for money. <laughs> you're not well, they're not you, in the will <laughs> they can have they can have my beer in the fridge <laughs> oh yeah i'm gonna use that uh, you yeah. can have my ranchero you know <laughs> no i really i didn't know what to say what what would you guys say what would you if you were if you were going down uh it's you know you're having a heat stroke or something your last words and they stick a mic in your face or somebody wants to record it what would you say 
I, well, if I could pull off something clever, I might uh, steal a line from Jimi Hendrix and say, see you in the next world and don't be late. Oh, you wouldn't say, uh, I'm pissed off because I didn't get discovered till I went to London? <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not upset. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to be upset about. <laughs> Double D? I don't know. I guess I just have to say I'm I'm innocent. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm innocent. <laughs> oh, I'm out. I'm innocent. I'm innocent, I, I'm innocent I of all charges. Stop bugging me. Yeah, yeah you can't. Uh, you can't pin it on me now. Yeah, yeah. the cops well, just need to leave me alone. Didn't you? Uh, didn't you have some famous last words? Some I quotes do. from some I've people some... who who, uh, who you know jumped a shark, bought the farm, took off early. Left on a jet plane. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, bit the big one. <laughs> well, uh, Pablo Picasso. He would be a painter. He, Who? He was, he was an artiste. <laughs> hey, Pablo. And, was he a uh, character on, uh, on The Simpsons? <laughs> he's, no, uh, was he out of Mexico? That's the uh, Madagascar oh, right. penguins Sorry. or something. Uh, anyhow, this would probably be more like something I would say. Pablo's last words were, drink to me. <laughs> okay and i would <laughs> <laughs> why not i'd be over at your house raiding your beer fridge thinking of you every time i cracked one okay and then uh the big bambino bab, bambino that's that would, easy to say <laughs> wait wait babe the way whoa what double d you know who the big bambino is the bambino the babe um, the sultan of swat no not really really <laughs> You're, are you serious uh season he's some this would be baseball Home run king for a long time. Uh, no? No. Not, His last okay. words were double D, remember me. Yes. <laughs> and I did. Didn't and way to go. You let him down. <laughs> no, the Babe Ruth's last words were, I'm going over the valley. <laughs> Can you believe that? Which one, death? Well, Death uh, Valley. <laughs> they said that. Uh, Sounds like something John Wayne would say. And he had started to get. Somewhat delirious, and he had gotten up out of the hospital bed. Yeah, and that was the last thing he said. And they put him back in the bed, and he died. And he died. Wow. Mm. So I guess he did go over the valley. Yeah. So there's kind of some strange coincidences. That is that is really weird. Now here's another sports related one, but it's sports and music together. Oh, and it's also a native Tacoman. Is that how it's said? Tacoman. Tacoman. Tacomanium. Tacomanite. Tacomanite. Tacomaville. Anyhow, it was the Bing. Bing Crosby. Yes. And uh, are, we giving, are we giving Double D another test on Bing Crosby? Oh, come on. You got to know who Bing Crosby is. Yeah. Oh, oh right. wow. That was so, easy. What's the, what's the statement or what's his last words? Okay, well, Bing Crosby, he collapsed and died after play- he was an avid golfer. Yeah, he was on the course, wasn't he? He was on a golf course in Spain. What a way to go. That's he, awesome. No, that's, sports that's, will kill you. Sports will kill you. They're dangerous. I mean, it's a bad thing to do. Which one are you playing? I mean, all the sports injuries and stuff. You know, you need to be safe and do construction. That's the ultimate sports injury. Yeah, because nobody's ever been crushed by a car. Anyhow, Bing was walking off the course, and uh, he had played in a foursome with three other guys, thus making it a foursome. (laughs) And he said, that was a great game of golf, fellas. And then he left. And he collapsed and died. Holy smokes. Way to go, Bing. Hmm. <laughs> I think maybe I'll use that line. Okay, so is that enough, or do you want a few well, let's more? Let's go for one more. Okay, now this is kind of a funny one, because uh, he's the, I think he's the great-grandfather of Paris, Paris Hilton. <laughs> not the city. <laughs> no, no, not yeah, the city of Paris, no. Conrad Hilton. Yeah, that's, I think that's a grandfather. Hotel magnate. Yes. When he passed away, his last words were, 
Don't give anything to my granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a waste. No. Uh, his last words were, leave the shower curtain on the inside of the tub. <laughs> he was that obsessed? Some, what a freak. Some salient advice. Oh, no, that's a freak right there, man. Yeah. Who would, <laughs> Those imagine were... working, if that's his last words, you imagine working for that guy? <laughs> oh, man, what a nightmare. So that at least at least as far as what we would come up with last words, that shows we have a lot of potential to come up with something. Yeah, better well, than I gotta th- I gotta think about it because if the moment strikes, which I'm sure it will, and I'm able to give my last words, I want it to be succinct and uh, and and pithy. So, well, thanks for that, Joe. Uh, we you know what we had some emails this week, fellas, and we uh, hey. it's it is nice because it's summertime. I know th- things have really slowed down. I almost said things. Oh, things have slowed down. <laughs> it's hot, and I'm going back to my Texas right. roots. <laughs> Call us at BR549. That's right. But uh, I know it's summer, and uh, people are busy and stuff, so this was, was really nice. We got three uh, three emails. First one we got was from Robert, and he says, uh, great show. I'm enjoying the topics, and you guys are funny. And so yes. he... He does not know humor. Nice, at Robert. All. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe he was crazy from the heat. <laughs> you think he was delirious. <laughs> he probably got the wrong show. But that's all right. We appreciate <laughs> no, it. thanks, Robert. We do appreciate it. I hope you listen some more. The next one is from Sammy. And these neither none of these people actually put down where they were from. So I'm just I assume they're from around here. But uh, he said, I enjoy the show, guys, and wish you were on every day. You guys are entertaining. Keep up the great work. Uh, another delirious Customer right there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> the uh, last one is from uh, Brandon, and he actually sent us. He's one of our Facebook uh, guys, members. We have like 73 or four great hmm. uh, Facebook friends on our page. And uh, he says, hey, I listened to the podcast, quote, or in parentheses, sorry, all I can do is really is listen. I was doing other things. I don't think we've ever asked anybody to like do jumping jacks or anything, have we? Right, and uh, maybe, maybe maybe the contest. Well, we did ask True. him to uh, check our webpage out. Last show we were nude. Yeah, that well, and that was scary. My wife listened to the podcast. And <laughs> she came in. She goes, "Were you really?" <laughs> well, yeah, we so, were. Well, I wasn't, but Joe was. <laughs> That's right. I can't stand anyway, he heat. says he really likes it, and he also. Uh, wanted us to you know, put a little plug out for him. Sure. He runs a blog on MySpace, and he talks about events in Washington and Oregon. And uh, you can go to it at blogs.myspace.com slash Brandon D. Floberg 14. That would be the number one four. So it's myspace blogs.myspace.com slash Brandon D. Floberg 14. So, yeah, go check it out. I That's looked great. at it. Yeah, it was good. He's Thanks, uh, everyone. He's a nice, he's a good writer, and we want to thank those guys who sent the emails. And, uh, well, this is a new week, and so it's time for a new week, a new day in rock and roll. It's a new day. I heard you on my wireless back in 52. Lying awake and tense and tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through. My next door neighbor said, You gotta come over and see this channel. They took the credit for your second symphony. I didn't have cable. Rewritten my machine on you, take my channel. You're gonna dig it, man. And now I understand the start Friday at midnight or whatever it was. 
Friday, Friday at midnight. No, it was in the afternoon. It was, it was a Saturday at midnight. Oh, Saturday at midnight. It went on at 12.01 on a Sunday morning. Yeah, that's so it was a Saturday night, and uh, we when when I went over there and they played that song for the very first time, I don't think we left the TV for, well, till Monday time to go to school. And that was the, and that was the first video that was broadcast. The uh, uh, yeah. video killed the radio star by the Buggles. The Buggles. And here's a little quick trivia, which it's always a hard one, and I have them written down, so maybe I'd remember one or two of oh, the, the original VJs. The original oh, VJs on right, MTV. Man. I can see a Martha Quinn was Martha one. Quinn was one. Uh, uh, what, what's that Jackson guy? JJ uh, Jackson. JJ Jackson. Mark, uh, the guy with the curly hair. Um, he Mark- was. What was his yeah, name? Right, Mark Goodman. Mark Goodman. Um, then the blondie dude, kind of the surfer dude of yeah, the group. I can't remember that guy's name. Alan Hunter. Yeah, Alan Hunter. And then the a, lady with the big hair. <sighs> yeah, I don't know her either. Nina Blackwood. Nina, yeah, that's right. Those were the, they original, were the original ones. That's the original right. VJs. So I got three. So that's this day in Rocky. You remember that, Double D? You were all over it. No. <laughs> there was a reason a lot of people got cable. Oh, that did not have cable before when MTV hit. Oh, when MTV hit, it was and this the other than the Buggles video, they sucked. Yeah, then, then you they look had, back now, they're horrible. Right, the early there was not they did not have a lot of content. No, but kind of like our show. It <laughs> it's exact. It's yeah, exactly like our show. But it blew it blew our minds, man. It yeah, was, but they were getting uh, paid. That's true. So when are and we what get paid? ever happened to MTV? I mean, seriously, don't get me started. Oh man, it's just a. It's a disaster and a debacle. But so, what day? What was the actual date that it started? It was to well, it was tomorrow, August second. Yes, twelve oh one p.m. Nineteen eighty one. Eighty one. Yeah. Whoa! You almost caught me on that. <laughs> well, yeah, that was because uh, so, did I write it down? So all of which you, I am prone so to. So everybody do have a flashback moment to uh, the I want my TV and wasn't the first. MTV uh, station spot, the moon landing. The astronaut, yeah, right. Freaking awesome. Yeah, man. the that's, astronaut. Okay. MTV. All right, well, let's go with some uh, some birthdays. And we will start with, uh, of course, our birthdays of the people who are alive. That's right. And with us. The living. The living. Those who walk among us. And I'm surprised this guy's walking among us with all the uh, rappers that, have, that go down. Yeah, because this guy, uh, of all the ones I thought might bite it, he was one. But uh, this week, actually today, Julio turns 46. 46. Holy smokes, man. As far as that uh, uh, rappers going down situation, I always thought it would would, would be Julio killing Weird Al. Yeah, well, that's only because Weird Al's song was better. Yeah, he made a big deal of that. It was way better. With Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, and Amish Paradise, one of the best. (laughs) I saw him do it in concert. I'll never forget it. Uh, Also this week on the 3rd is a man, guy that, well, left his heart in San Francisco and is one of the great crooners of all time, one of my favorites. My mom used to play him all the time, and that would be, of course, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett's going to be the big 82. 82. And he can still sing. He can still sing. He's done some great stuff lately, especially the uh, yeah, I, I, I got that, and I, I did enjoy that. Then also this week, August 5th, one small step for man, one giant leap. Yeah, he forgot to step with the leap for mankind. That's 
right. And that's, of course, uh, Big Neil. Neil Armstrong, going to be 78. Neil Armstrong actually came to my school one time. Great. Also cool because he played some golf on the moon. Yeah, that was, that was very cool. We always loved the golfers. So <laughs> The ball's still going. So those are the, the three birthdays, uh, highlighted birthdays that are uh, living in Among Us. Who's passed on to the other side? Okay, well, now they we were go here with us. to the other side uh, for the dearly departed that are no longer with us. And um. we start for all you deadheads out there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, if you have one of his ties, that's cool. Uh, you don't see too many deadheads uh, wearing ties. But no. uh, Jerry Tie Gar- dies, maybe. Yeah, tie died. Yeah, but no ties. Uh, Jerry Garcia, August 1st, 1942, would wow. have been 67. Yeah, we miss Jerry. So Jerry is the dead. The dad has with us. never been the same, and no, they're just awful. No, and, they, and that whole. One of the saddest things I ever, ever heard was i read an interview with him and it was in a it was like a weird kind of it was like acoustic guitar magazine or something and because he did a lot of side projects acoustic guitar <laughs> and um the guy the the interviewer asked him what uh what was his biggest regret in music and what you know w- was there anything he wished he could have accomplished that he didn't and he said yeah i wish people would have liked me and the guy said, "What are you kidding? You, yeah. You're like in the de- you're you're in the Grateful Dead. You're the people follow you all over. You're the gr- biggest grossing band of all time." He said, "Oh no, that's the Dead. That, but I'm talking about me. Talking about him personally. A- and my music. My he says nobody ever buys my music. They buy the Dead music. So he really, at the end of it, and when and when you know when things were shaken down, he didn't think anybody cared about him. You know, he was a great musician, and he did a lot of uh, guest." Uh, appearances on albums and one of my favorite things that he ever did was on crosby stills and nash teach your children right he does the pedal steel guitar nice solo through that and it's just one of my favorite parts of that song did did he did he use the small finger uh i (laughs) i just know it was some pedal steel you know one of the big uh, dobro guitars or something but it just sounds really good well we miss jerry all right and now this is a quick question to double d when I say Carol O'Connor to you, Double D, All right. what does that bring to mind? Heat of the night. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Oh, wrong answer. I'm, I'm serious. I don't have any idea. Do you know Carol O'Connor? Do you male or female? You've I got have a no fi- idea. You've got a fifty-fifty chance. <laughs> okay, let I me can't. guess. Uh, uh, male. Yes. Yo, yeah. All right. Okay, that, that was easy. a guess. So. And uh, what about what about, about Wonder Boy? Does he know? We don't expect Wonder Boy to know. Oh, you were in the wheel. You were in the wheelhouse. He could know. Wait, no, that, that's not right. I know everything. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. Yeah, Wonder you, Boy has a voice. Do you know who Carol O'Connor is? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give oh, me a hint. Okay. Maybe I do can... you, what about uh, Meathead? Little girl. Edith. Nothing. Re- nothing. Those are good clues. Nothing. Good clues. Look no, at him. He's he a stone, he, stone cold brick the, wall with a blank look on his face. This is a deer in the headlights. Because man, I don't think television. He was a television star. Norman Lear wrote it. It was That's a pretty t- groundbreaking show for its time. Huge. Oh, I. He was a racist. The Jefferson the, spun off of it. Oh. It was all about in the something. <laughs> All in the family? Whoa! Oh, wow! He pulls it out. Home run. Goal! 
Yeah, but you had to give it to me. <laughs> well, that's all right. On that a was... freaking silver platter. Yeah, that it was, it was a great show, and it was way ahead of its time. Oh, I still love that show. And, yeah, but yeah, my mom, went, definitely... mom and dad wouldn't let me watch it. It was, it was, it was radical yeah, it for the time. Some, the... <laughs> Yeah, and it was so ahead of its time. I remember watching an episode, and I didn't get it till years later, but he was in bed, and Edith is in bed with him, and she's snuggling up to him, and she's, you know, Archie, Archie, and he goes, Edith, let's not get anything started that I can't finish. <laughs> she goes, oh, okay. And, and then everybody's cracking up. You know, the laugh track goes off, and I'm thinking, what's he talking about? <laughs> what is that? Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carol O'Connor, August 2nd, 1924, would have been 84 years old. Yeah, I do miss that guy. He was he was something He was else. also good in The Heat of the Night. Absolutely, yeah. The, the, right? the TV series. Yeah. yeah he yeah. did a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was class. Okay, so now this might uh, ring a bell for everyone in the room. <laughs> Does the name Francis Scott Key mean anything to anyone? A little bit, Alan. A little, a little bit. bit. A little bit. He wrote a little wonder. song. You're in history class. Huh? <laughs> he wrote, Not right now. He wrote a little song that should mean something to all Americans. America? <laughs> it's the, uh, at the start of baseball games, usually. Fourth of July. <laughs> uh, Do you know what it is, Double D? The Star Spangled Oh, That's yeah. It. Way to go. Yep, the composer of the Star Spangled Banner. Francis. Scott. August 1st, 1779, would have been yeah, 230 years old. <laughs> How much? 230. Oh, well, God bless him. All right, so those are the birthdays from okay. beyond. Okay, uh, so let's move on real quickly because we're running out of time here, and we have some... Uh, you have some I did not know that prepared? I do. I Well, you know, we've done uh, I did not know that for Tacoma. Yay. And some Northwest uh, Washington I did not know that. And those were awesome. So we got a couple quick BC I a? did not know that's for oh, our neighbors. Oh, should have had Bob and Doug here. I know. For up in the great, for up in the great white north, a little uh, tribute to our friends up there. All right. Well, BC, the World Council of Cities. That's for British of Columbia. They rank Vancouver, BC as the second... Most livable city in the world for quality of life. Yeah, and it just they just dropped like two years ago. They were number one for a long time. And they went to number two? And they dropped so, to number two. Well, now they have to try harder. It's, it's kind of like Davis. It's because of the graffiti, I'm convinced. And uh, this is kind of cool. The official provincial mammal, the spirit bear. <laughs> spirit bear? All right. It's a white bear. It sounds like a gum. It's a white bear, but get this. It's not an albino. It's a white, it's like it's a, a white bear, bear that's it, not albino. It's a black bear. That's white. It's white and it's not but an albino. Not an albino. Why we got to bring race but into it, all it is? It's a genetic mutation that makes it white. So are they endangered? Uh, they're roaming around up there from what I understand. Okay. So but wouldn't that just make it an albino? Are, yeah. They're, yeah they're, uh, isn't that, isn't that the same no, thing? No, no, it's not the same thing. have the old pink eye? No, no, it's not. It's a, say it's a black bear. So it's if Edgar Winter goes up there, is they get worshipped? Yeah, the spirit bear. That's what we'll call him. And they From give now him, on, the They give him bear. Nanaimo bars. <laughs> <laughs> In tribute. I love Nanaimo bars, <laughs> and, man. And Molson. That's right. I got some kokanee flowing. <laughs> okay, and BC is the third largest film and TV production center, only behind L.A. and New York City. And barely. Bar yeah, and barely. Oh, man, they film everything up there. And Every they've done up there, 20 TV see. series, including one of my all-time favorites, The X-Files. Yes. Up in B.C. And right now, I don't know if you watch Psych, it's being filmed up there. In B.C., yeah. yeah. And the funny thing is, they a lot of times they say it's, quote, Seattle. 
like this Harper's Island miniseries that was just on. Right. There was uh, one shot of Seattle. It was all BC and like uh, the island, you know, whatever the islands are that the ferries go up to. Yeah, well, and it was the city of Seattle was starting to make a run at that, but then because of all their stupid laws and rules yeah, we, and restrictions, everything went to. Wasn't BC. that about in the nineties? We had yeah, like yeah, they were th- filming. Everybody's filming here. Movie singles and, and they, a lot of movies. Here. They made it too expensive, and the BC uh, film board uh, made it more attractive for people to go up oh, there. Yeah, they're huge up there, man. Yeah. It's a big industry. Um, and you know they call it the Hollywood of the North, the of Great course. White North. So uh, okay, and lastly, you can't say. You can't talk about BC without bringing this into the subject somehow. Let me guess, BC bud. <laughs> <coughs> Double D was all over that. Oh, the, old, the one oh, thing he knows. The one thing I do. Jeez, oh. <laughs> was roll officer. It was like he was reading my mind. Not only that, he was anticipating. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> He's so wow. excited. Well, okay, yes, this is about the old BC bud. Yeah. And the BC bud uh, ranks third behind logging and tourism in uh bc and production of bc bud accounts according to some estimates <coughs> excuse me i was coughing uh, for okay. six billion annually in Man. domestic and imported sales it is the cash crop no of kidding. bc well on the board we always <laughs> there's always great stories on the border about the uh remember the guys tunneling tunneling yeah, to <laughs> yeah. Back and, forth. and one he was an ex-football player and then there was my favorite one was uh, there's a place up there called Point Roberts, which is actually in it's part of the United States, but you have to go through Canada. You to go up get to White it. Rock or something. Yeah, you go up. Yeah, you cross the border, go through White Rock, and then you it's like a little tip. Mm-hmm. Why they didn't just give it to them, I have no idea why it's even there. But there's a bunch of kids from like um, uh, right around the Blaine, that border area, who go for some reason go to school there. And so they would get in their school bus and go across and over. <laughs> and the drug dealers were loading their backpacks on the BC <laughs> side because they knew they didn't talk to them. They just talked to the driver. And then they would truck it back over here, and some guy would meet them and unload all their backpacks. And how they got tipped off was all of a sudden the driver was noticing every kid had, like, iPods, <laughs> cell phones, uh you know, like expensive jewelry, sneakers. They weren't riding the bus anymore. They were all, driving to school in Mercedes. These are all farm kids. And he was like, what's going on here? And so they stopped and uh, checked their backpacks, and, well, they found quite a bit. So, Genius. Man, that's amazing. Well, it's about time to wrap this uh, show, number 11, up. But uh, before we do, we want to tell everybody – Thank you so much for being here, and I know it's a long, hot summer, and you guys have stuff to do, so the fact that you tune in, we appreciate it. And as always, you have any comments, questions, or complaints, send it to us at, uh, well, you can go to our website at www.nwconversionzone.com. Click uh, the Contact Us page and just drop us a line. We always love to hear from you, good or bad. And I know sometimes we drone on and we would like to get some feedback, find out what features you like, what you don't like, how we can ramp it up or tone it down or whatever. But the most important thing is you're there. We appreciate it. And we will see you guys next week. See you guys. So long, everyone. Way to hit the post. <laughs>